who is the Lord? Who is the Lord? Because today we're looking at Jesus, my Lord. Who is the Lord? Guys, you even have land lords. Land na Lord. Now what does Lord mean? Amen. It's always important that as you walk in your Christian journey, don't just accept things, don't just believe things, understand things. Amen. You have to get an understanding of what you are of what you are doing all the time. If you are praying in tongues, what, what what does it do? How does it help you? Amen. If you are doing this, how does it help you? Okay. If you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, what is the benefit of it? What does it imply or what does it mean? Amen. So it's always important, even in your Christian journey as you are going, you start trying to discover. Okay? Always try to be curious. Amen. Don't just take everything as gospel truth. Not if what they were telling you to do was not scripture. How do you know that when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, you, you fulfilled scriptures? Eh? Which scripture did they use to lead you to the Lord? <laughs> Amen. So it's important to be curious. It's important to do your own research as well. Amen. That's why I gave you the plan of what we're going to be learning. Because me, me, I like teaching. So you ask a question. So I hope you are ready. Jesus, my Lord. So the word Lord simply means a person or a deity. Deity as in D-E-I-T-Y. Not deity as in food. Amen? That's that. So a person or a deity who has authority, control, or power over others. So a person or a deity who has authority, control, or power over others. Acting as a master, chief, or ruler. So when you look at your landlord, they have authority, control, and power over their land where you are. Amen. So the Lord simply means somebody or a deity who has control, power, authority, over others. Amen. Let's go to Matthew 20, verse 25 to 26. I want somebody to be fast so that we, we, we get to dancing. Matthew 20, verse 25 to 26. Provided you are living here on this earth, Jesus is not the only Lord. Isn't it so? Because now you also have land. What? Lords. Are you seeing that? Eh? So you would have accepted your landlord as your 
immediately you just subscribe to the process. So when you say Jesus Christ as my Lord, what did you subscribe to? The Lordship of Jesus. But Matthew 20, verse 25 to 26, somebody who's there, read for us first. because the KJV brings it with much heaviness. Amen. The KJV says, um, you find that the Pharisees love to lord over you. Okay? I'm, I'm not quoting it direct word for it, for it. I'm quoting it as I remember it. Amen? They love to lord over you. So it means they love to have control. They love to have what? Authority and what? Power. Remember, a lord is somebody who has authority, control, or power over another person. So when you look at that scripture, it's saying that they, the Pharisees in their time used to want to control and show authority and power over other people. But we as Christians do not need to do that. Because Jesus Christ was talking to his disciples. He said, you shall not have control or authority or power over your neighbor. Where you are forcing them. That's not right. Amen. That's not what? Right. When your parents do it, it's right. Because they're in authority over you. <laughs> Get this right. Because some of you are even like, Mama, I'm not daddy. <laughs> no. I'm just trying to give an example to say, around the world, you have different what? Lords. Or people who are posing as a, a lord. And in this context of the generation where Jesus was, it was the Pharisees who wanted to show I can control you, you do what I say, whether you want it or not. But Jesus Christ said, it shall not be so among you. Why? Because he was the, the Lord. Amen. So Jesus Christ was still the Lord even in that context. Amen. So when you look at it, there may be many lords, but there's only one true Lord. Amen. Who rules both in heaven and on earth. Go to Joshua 2 verse 11. So when you look at this, you find that this is simply an acknowledgement. An acknowledgement is simply something where you just recognize and say, okay, it's echo chap. Amen. This thing is there. That's what an acknowledgement is. Amen. So when you look at Joshua 2 verse 11, who is there? Mm-hmm. Can read. 
So the Lord your God rules where? In heaven above. And where? The Lord your God rules where? And where? So God is the only one who has the dominion both in heaven and on earth. And you find that the Bible said the Lord your God. If you look at the word Lord, you find that it's used especially in the Old Testament. Old Testament. Throughout your Old Testament, you see Lord, Lord, Lord. In the New Testament, you see it. Amen. So remember, it's all about rulership and what? Control. So these people were acknowledging, because this was um, the time they went to, the spies went to Jericho to go check. And the woman, who we obviously know, the prostitute, who had kept the spies was the one who was telling them to say, as we were afraid of, because we know your Lord, he has what? Authority and control and power, both in and on. So because we knew you were coming, we knew you were coming both with what? Authority and power from heaven and backing you. So when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, you accepted both authority in and on coming from God. So I suppose that. So your authority is in Jesus. It's not about shouting, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, come out. Eh? It's not always you are going to shout that. You have to know that you have authority because why? You are under the control and authority of the Lord. And the Lord has authority in heaven and on. Right. How do you say that? Yeah, you have power. Yeah. But now we'll, we'll, we'll get a little bit technical. Amen. However, in as much as many of us have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, many of us don't really show it that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. How many of you know that? If I give this phone to Faith and she doesn't use it, have you seen that? She, she needs a phone. I've given her the phone, but she doesn't use it. What happens? The phone will be redundant. It will have no use. And it will eventually just lose value because it's not been what? Used. Amen. So, how was I trying to give an example? When you look at God, when, he's, when he comes into your life, he comes with different things that he gives you. If you don't use them, what happens? They have no use. Amen? I don't even know what I was trying to... Okay. Anyways, let's go to Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. So you find for the most part, we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord, but we do not want him to be Lord of our lives. That's why you find that Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. That's why you find that she wanted the phone, but she did not use the phone when it came. 
So we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord, but we do not want him to be Lord. Read Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. Just stop there. Not everyone who says shall enter where? Are you seeing that? That's why I'm saying many of us believers want to say Lord, but we do not believe, we do not receive, and we do not act as though Jesus is our. We just accepted him for formalities. We accepted him for formalities because he said, if you have to accept Jesus, just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life, be my Lord and personal Savior. Not saying, Lord Jesus, come into my life, be my Lord and personal Savior. But no one told you to say that once you accept him, there's a process. You subscribe and submit to him because he's in control and he's in charge of your life. Because your life is a territory. Your entire being, your mind, your heart, yours in the territory. Remember last time when we started seeds and weeds, eh? I showed you how every, nearly every part of you is a garden. So now that garden needs to have a lawn. The same way every lad needs to have a land owner. When they convert it to land law, Lord. So even you, your body has to have a lawn. So it just got down now. Can continue. Uh, uh-huh. And he that Amen. So these were the people who were saying, Lord, 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 but they did not uh, they did not follow the principles of Jesus. What? Lordship. Because if you are going to have a landlord over your house or in your where you are renting, eh, then you have a landlord. They give you terms and what? Conditions. So even when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord, there are what? Terms and conditions. So for the most part, we only end on accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. And then the second part is we want so much power to use for our own benefit, for our own name, for our own glorification, and we do not want to acknowledge who? So those are the people, they prophesied, and when they prophesied, it was not because the Lord said. They may have heard the Lord, yes, but he did not tell them, speak what you are hearing. That's what also makes false prophecy. False prophecy is not just the ability to just tell lies. It's also telling the truth, but the truth is not coming from God. Because God is the truth. When we get to truth, you see. Amen. So they casted out demons. But did the Lord send them? No. This is what happened to the sons of Sceva. They went. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, come out! And the demon said, ew, <laughs> let's show you. And they beat the sons of Sceva. And the sons of Sceva went naked. Imagine a demon beating you. Are you seeing that? Eh? Why? Because they did not have the Lord with them. Because there it says, it says what? Many who say, Lord, Lord, shall not enter into the kingdom 
of heaven. So which means you need Jesus Christ as your Lord for you to enter the kingdom of heaven. And when you enter the kingdom of heaven, the same authority, the same power, the same control that God has both in heaven and on earth is what will be given to you. You see that? The same power God has both in heaven and on earth will be given to you. But not just in the acknowledgement because Jesus Christ said, those who will do the will of my Father. Are you seeing that? Because many people when they go and prophesy, it's not that they are doing the will of the Father because the Father did not send them. The reason why the demons acknowledge and say, Jesus we know because they knew who sent Jesus? The Father. Paul we know. Who sent Paul? Jesus. So they were acknowledging to say these people are in the kingdom. And the same power and authority that God has both in heaven and on earth is backing them. So I have no other choice but to live where? Because it's a kingdom. Amen. We are kingdom citizens. Amen. So you find that that's what happens. Let's go to Romans 10 verse 9. So you find that that's what happens. So many just want, ah, me, I want to be a powerful man of God. I want to be a this, I want to be a that. It's not about what you want to be. It's about what the Lord wants you to be. Because if the Lord Jesus is not in control of your life, there's another Lord that's over your life. I'll give an example. When I used to be an addict, it was not the Lord Jesus who was in control of my life. It was demon spirits who were lording over my life. Because they're the ones who controlled me on what time I ought to do the addiction, what, what I ought to do in order for me, everything was controlled by demons. Amen. So many shall say, Lord, Lord, but they shall not enter the Romans 10. Romans 10 is So salvation is about accepting, believing, because you know, have you ever seen? For instance, you believe that you are going to be a great soccer player. Isn't it that you start training how to be a soccer player? Isn't it that you start putting in the work and the effort, right? Because you believe, right? So when many of us accept Jesus Christ as our Lord, it means we're supposed, it says confess and believe then shall be saved. So confession, and then what? Believe. Believing. And it says Jesus as Lord. It doesn't say Savior. That other one that they, that they brought and said, accept Jesus as your Lord and person and Savior. The Savior comes from the salvation. Are you getting that? But in that context, we're only dealing with who? So when you accept and confess Jesus as your Lord, then shall you be what? Saved. So there's no salvation in there. The one that we added say, accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. The Savior is when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord. Because then shall you be what? Saved. Salvation. So Jesus must be your Lord, not only by confession, but also by doing the will of the Father. Amen. 
So because you find that when you believe in your heart, it means you will start acting what you believe. Because all of us are a result and effect, like our actions are a result and effect of what we believe. True or false? Your actions are a result and effect of what you believe. True or false? Every action you take is because you believe something about it. Amen? So now, what? So now, you have to realize that all of us on the face of the earth, we are still made in the image and the likeness of who? God. So which means all of us are still lords also. The heaven has he, the heaven is his, right? But the earth has he given unto the sons of men. That's in the book of Psalms. So which means the earth was given to us to be lords over the earth. That's why it's time that God gave us what? Dominion. The same dominion that we're seeing to say it means lordship. Eh? So you find that in the book of Matthew, that one that we said, we said the Pharisees wanted to be lord over people. They wanted to control and whatnot. But that control was not given unto us to control people, but to control the what? The earth. Have you seen that? Eh? So in as much as God has both dominion in heaven and on earth, he has given it to who? All of us, human beings. Isn't That's why you find that even when God wants to do something, he still uses the agent of what? Because the earth he gave out to us, the moment he just made Adam, and he said, let them have what? Dominion. Let them have control. Let them be the landlords of the earth. But then the mistake that we make for most of the part is uh, we want to be landlords over other people. And that's what Jesus Christ was refusing. So when he gave us the earth, he gave each and every one of us to be what? Landlords. Whether you're a sinner or you're a delivered, you're a believer, he gave us all the life. Amen. So let's look at two scriptures of interest. Amen. Colossians. So even as you do something, you have to ask yourself, am I representing myself on this day of Aquarius? Amen. Check your motives. That's why they say motives are very important. Because you find those, they prophesied in his name, but he was not there. They just did it in his name. They casted out demons in his name. Well, I have, I have my demons. Who, who sent you? Ah, we have authority. Why? Because they believed in the name of Jesus. There's a difference between having Jesus as your Lord and believing in the principles. You can have power just by you doing the principles of God. That's what generates power. It's just about principles. Because you, if you look at your Bible, eh, do you know that your Bible says that all power belongs unto God? So even witches still use God's power. How many of you know that? Witches, wizards, warlocks, those people who come at you, they use God's power. The same Father God that you have, the ones that fly in the night, they use what? It's scripture, it's in your Bible. What they just follow is the what? The principles. So even those, they just followed principles. They casted out Jesus, demons in what? Jesus' name. They prophesied in God's name, but he was not there. Oh, neighbor, be careful. <laughs> Amen. Okay, before we go to Colossians, let's go to Matthew 25, verse 35 to 40. And I know many of you are, are know this verse. Because we've learned it also in RIE. Amen? 
Matthew 25. If you aren't in your own time, you can, okay, we'll start from 31, amen. Matthew 25, verse 31. Matthew 25, verse 31. And now read quickly. When the Son of Man appears in his majesty, glory, with all his angels by his side, he will take his seat on his throne of splendor, and all nations will be gathered together before him. And like sheep, like a shepherd who separates the sheep from the goats, he will separate all the people. The sheep he will put on the right side, and the goats on his left side. Then the king will turn to those on his right and say, you have a special place in my father's heart. Come and experience the full inheritance of the kingdom realm that has been detained for you, uh, that has been destined from, for you from, the foundation, from, from before the foundation of the world. For when you saw me hungry, you fed me. When you found me thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I had no place to stay, you invited me in. And when I was poorly clothed, you covered me. When I was sick, you tenderly cared for me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. Then the godly will answer him, Lord. What way? Lord. When did we see you hungry or thirsty and give you food? Or sa- and something to drink? When did we see you with no place to stay and invite you in. When did we see you poorly clothed and cover you? When did we see you sick and tenderly care for you or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, don't you know when you cared for one of the least of these, my little ones, my true brothers and sisters, you demonstrated love to, love for me. Amen. They thought they were just doing things for other people. Amen? But Jesus Christ said, the time you did this to the least of these people, you were doing it unto who? Me. Did those other people accept Jesus Christ as their Lord? We don't know. But probably not. So you find that when you're doing an act of love for somebody else, you're doing it unto the? And he will surely reward you. When you're obeying your parents, you're doing it as unto the? Lord, when you are submitted to a man or woman of God, you are submitting as unto the Lord. Have you seen that? Eh? Everything. Let's go to Colossians. Colossians 3. Colossians 3. You know, there's a story my mom used to like telling me. Eh? Don't read it. So the story was like this. A woman had told God to say, God, I want to see you. God said, okay, I'll come tomorrow. A mother, uh, and she, she prepared a nice meal, a shani. madman came. The madman asked for water. She refused. And she chased the madman away. And she said, I'm waiting for God to come. Mm-hmm. You go away. Go, go. Mm-hmm. The entire day passed. God did not show up. Amen. God did not what? Peter, mm-hmm. And she went and cried. 
God, you did not come. What happened? And God said, the same madman that you just was me who came to you. At that point, okay, God, another chance. This time, it wasn't the madman who came. It was a drunkard. A drunkard came. But a drunkard was asking for food. Amen? A drunkard was asking for food. I'm asking for food. No, I'm prepared this place for Jesus. Go, go, drunkard. Go. Come here. What time said drunkard? The woman went back to God because God did not God, you did not come home. And God said, the same drunkard that you chased, I came through him. Amen. And that day she repented. Amen. So certain times when you're expecting God to come in his majesty, boom, do this, do that, you will miss it. Because you want God to do something for you in a specific way, then it means God is not your Lord. Because if somebody is in charge and in control, it means the person chooses what they do. For most of you who play video games, you don't get the controller doesn't tell you to say X or triangle, does it? You're the one to tell the controller what to do. Why? Because you are the one who owns that thing. You're the one in control of that thing. So it's the same with God. If he's in control, truly, if he's the one who leads you, if truly he's your Lord, it means he's supposed to order your steps. It means he's supposed to tell you what to do, and it means he's the one to choose how to speak to you. Because for the most part, many believers... It's not hard to hear God. He speaks every day in everything. But remember language. The language of the Lord. Amen. Colossians 3 verse 22. Who's there? Do it heartily as to the who? And not unto who? See why I said when you submit, it's like you're submitting to the Lord. Even when we're praying and we're saying receive, trust me, there's a point in time where it's no longer us. So the question is, when you're looking at Chipego, are you going to receive? No. I have nothing to give you. There were times I think to, I used to go pray for people for healing. Healing, healing. Nothing happened. Because I thought as though when they pray just, it will happen. I was not sent of the Lord. <laughs> but when the Lord sent me, it, was, it came with ease. Amen? So do not do things as pleasing men. I am doing this because I want to please men. I am praying because I have to please this one. I am fasting because I have to please this one. No. 
Do it as unto who? The Lord. So you don't pray, you don't fast, you don't read the word. You're not doing it as unto us. You have to do it as unto who? God. That person is not your Lord. It is God who is your Lord. Amen. So don't do anything to please man. Do things to please God. Do it unto him. Because he's the one who dwells in all of us. Because we were all made in his image and likeness. And when he gave dominion to Adam, he gave dominion to all. So which means all of us are land lords. It's just that our capacities differ. Amen. The dominion power and authority differs. It depends on the level of obedience that you have to God. So some of you see great and mighty man. So <laughs> the greatness. It's the obedience. And obedience is not as easy as we make it seem. Eh? Obeying God. <laughs> Some of you think Christianity sometimes is a fun fair. Today I came to give you hard truth. It's not a fun fair. It's fun, yes, you see fun. It's nice. But when it comes to this area, <laughs> when it comes to this area, the level of loss that we have of our own lives is far greater. But we still benefit back our lives. Amen. So me, I want to do this, Lord, I want to do this. Jesus must be your Lord, not only in word, but also in deed. Amen? Tell your neighbor, Jesus must be Lord, not only in word, but also in deed. Amen. So when you're doing anything, that's why he said love is the greatest commandment because God is love. So even when you're doing something, they say those people were doing things that, that were what? Love, acts of love towards others. And he said, as you were doing that, you were doing it as unto who? Me. Amen? For most of you who have ever given anything, if you've never heard this, then Katwish. But for most of the parts, I've always told you to say, thank who? God. Because me, my own intentions, I had intentions for whatever I gave you. I wanted to probably use the money or something. But when I did that for you, I was not doing it as unto you. I was doing it as unto the Lord. And I'm telling God to say, God, this one is on your bill. So even when you're giving, you're giving as unto who? God. Don't give and say, ah, that's my page. God gave you that you give. And he's the Lord over your money, over everything. Every one of you is potentially great. But the level of greatness that you will show forth is dependent on your level of submission to Jesus as your Lord. Because here when I look, I see great men, women of God, great powerful singers, great powerful intercessors. You are all that. But how far you go is dependent on this. Amen. Remember the Bible says, it does not, the, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by who? The Lord. 
So he's the one who tells you, who have left? You, you have to go. God is telling you, take water, you, you want juice. Amen. Jesus, my Lord, oh. Amen. What is the benefit of you submitting to God as your Lord? Write this down. The benefit of you submitting to God as your Lord. Benefit of you submitting to God as your Lord. authority and power to do things. When we get to that level, we'll deal with that. Amen? But authority and power are what? I was going to give you a low example, but let's keep it there. Amen? So authority and power are two different things. Let's go to the book of James. James 4, verse 6 to 8. Mulanguilako, oh, Mulanguilako, Mulanguilako, oh, Mulanguilako, Yahweh, Umulo Pawe. James chapter 3. Sorry, James chapter 4, verse 6 to 8. James 4, verse 6 to 8. Who is there? James chapter 4, verse 6 to 8. But he giveth no grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud. But give grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Uh-huh, just there. Submit yourselves to God. I love KJ. KJV says, that's New King James, right? KJV says, submit yourselves to the Lord. Go and go and continue. Uh-huh. Submit yourselves to God. Amen. Submit yourselves to God and resist the question. Can you resist the devil with your own power? That's why submission to his lordship is the first thing that that scripture is asking you to do. So when you submit, he gives you the power to resist. 
So it doesn't give you authority. It gives you what? Hello. So when you submit to God, he gives you power to resist the devil. Because you can't resist the devil. Can I tell you why? Because your body in its own, the way it's now made up of, it can't. You're, that's why it says the fleshly what? Desires. And what the fleshly desires see? Yeah. I see that. But when you submit to God, he gives you power in your spirit. That even your flesh can't contain and manage. And then now you, that power you use to what? Resist the devil. Amen. Amen. Yes. Are you getting that? Eh? So it doesn't give you authority over the devil. What he gave you is authority over demons. Amen. Are you seeing now the distinction between power and authority? You don't have authority over the devil. Amen. So it's very important that your life and your walk should not just end on confessing Jesus as Lord and not be, and believing Jesus as Lord and yet not allowing him to be Lord. Amen. Let him be Lord of your life. And as he becomes Lord fully over your life, he will direct you in the steps that you ought to go. And he will prosper your ways. Mostly because I was reading Joshua. What succeeded these guys is because they were under lordship, especially in the Old Testament. What made them win battle is because they were under the lordship of God. So they had heaven and hell backing them. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is. So the name is not Jesus. The name is That's why we say, we can say whatever name. Charity, and you see powerful. But what, 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 why? It's not in the name. It's in the name. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is who? Mary is Mary. Does that make sense? That person is John. Does that make sense? That person is John. This one is Emmanuel. Does it make sense? Why? Because he is Emmanuel. His name is what? So Jesus is? Are we clear? I think we'll end here for today. Amen.